Good night, everybody, and welcome to Food Junkie. This is your first episode. Welcome to the game. Food Junkie is everything about football. Football is more than just a sport. It's a way of living. Football is life. Uh, some people might call it football. Some people call it soccer or football. Uh, the truth is, it is the most beautiful game out there. And um, I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, I'm going to be your host. My name is Fernando Ulloa. I am uh, an attorney also with a master's degree in entertainment and sports law. I also managed to get a certificate on scouting. So I'm, I'm really into the world of sports and more specifically the world of football. I hope you love this podcast and uh, let's get on with it. Uh, the purpose of this podcast is really to talk about everything surrounding the world of football. Um, Starting from what actually is happening on, on the pitch, uh, related to players outside the pitch, also the business of the sport, and sometimes I'm going to touch on you know the business of some other sports, uh, because it's clear that uh, a big area of it is uh, the business of sponsorships, which is currently growing, uh, players being you know influencers nowadays, and there are some really interesting things happening nowadays. Uh, today, I'm going to touch one of those, specifically uh, a great guy for what it looks he's doing, not just on the pitch, but also on the pitch, Marcus Rashford. So uh, without further ado, let's start. And tonight, we're going to start with one of the most beautiful competitions out there, the Champions League. What a great, what a great tournament this is. Uh, not only do you get to see... Uh, the top players and the top teams in the world against each other, but also this allegedly call small teams, which are really amazing. They're playing great and they're giving trouble to everybody. So here, uh, I'm going to talk, obviously, uh, right now, touch maybe the most important results. Um, you know, Bayern versus Atletico de Madrid, Bayern won 4-0. Uh, Inter tied 2-2 versus Monkey. Uh, Gladback, yeah, among them, Gladback, uh, the, the last match day. But in this match day, uh, we got Bayern beating 2 1 to Lokomotiv de Moscow, Inter tied again versus Shakhtar Donetsk, Man City uh, went easily straight through with a 3 0 against Marseille. Um, and the surprise for me this, uh, this tournament, this, uh, this time is again. Borussia Mönchengladbach. They played the Giants, the champions, the kings of this competition, Real Madrid, and they were winning 2-0. 2-0 against Real Madrid uh, until, you know, Zinedine uh, Zidane, Real Madrid's manager, had to make some changes, had to change it a little bit, and the players also have started to give more and more until they managed to tie a team. Uh, that's what I was saying. You really can call, and that's why I say allegedly small teams like uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, because Gladbach, uh, I mean, they put up with one of the best teams. They were winning throughout the whole game, and uh, gladly Real Madrid managed to tie. Uh, so out of this game, what can we bring out? Uh, one, Real Madrid is never, uh, never beaten until the whistle is blown. You gotta play your whole game. You gotta play the ninety minutes. If you don't, if you don't do, if you don't play the ninety minutes, then uh, with the same energy and and you know, and and will, this is gonna happen. And sometimes when you got you know big players, 
big stars and big teams like Real Madrid, they can turn a game around for sure. So another thing that this game brought on is one of the most commented things right now in the moment. Karim Benzema comments to his French national teammate, Ferland Mendy. What happened between both of them? Well, Karim Benzema, before going back to the pitch, he was telling Mendy uh, regarding Vinicius Jr., uh, you know, the 20-year-old Brazil international, like, Mendy, he's doing nothing. Do not pass the ball to him. I'm telling you, do not pass the ball to him on my mom. He is playing against us. Uh, this actually brought a lot of controversy into, you know, the sport world, the soccer world, not only because it's uh, a teammate talking against another teammate, but also because uh, Vinicius Jr. had on several occasions talked very well about Benzema and how Benzema is actually, you know, helping him a lot in his transition from Brazil to Spain on Real Madrid, how he's teaching him being a kind of a mentor. And Vinicius had nothing but good words towards Benzema. However, Benzema was upset because Vinicius was losing the ball, maybe not making the right decisions. And uh, of course, every player wants to win. But this has really, really brought uh, the attention at what's going on inside Real Madrid and how this is going to play out with Vinicius Jr. being that he's so young and was brought in as a promise for Real Madrid that, uh, you know, he was going to make great things. Um, he has saved Real Madrid on several occasions. He has scored several goals. Nevertheless, uh, many think, including myself, that he's only getting this many minutes because Eden Hazard is not available due to injuries. Eden Hazard managed to get in the game uh, in the second half. He was actually subbed in for uh, Vinicius Jr. And, uh, well, I can say he did that much, but uh, it's definitely true that a player like Eden Hazard is going to have way more impact than a youngster like Vinicius Jr. just because of his trajectory and because of uh, the way he has played. He has shown his game and defenders are definitely going to be afraid of him. But well, uh, let's see how this plays out and let's keep going on. Erling Haaland scores again as Borussia Dortmund beats Zenit 2-0. Erling Haaland, he's a goal machine. He uh, The stats that came out right now, he has 20 games in the Bundesliga and has 18 goals in the Bundesliga. That's amazing. Remember that uh, last year's Champions League, he was the runner-up uh, for most goals scored, uh, which is amazing. Uh, one, because of his age. Second, because he didn't only score with one team, he scored with two teams. He scored first with uh, uh, Salzburg, and then when he went over to Borussia, scored some great goals uh, against also some big teams like Paris Saint-Germain, and what a goal did Haaland score. So he does it again, and Dortmund goes straight through. Man United beats down. This was the beatdown of the day. RB Leipzig 5-0, guys. Amazing. Uh, some amazing things happen here. One, Mason Greenwood, the youngster, the England youngster. Uh, this guy plays amazing. Everybody knows it. He's one of the future stars. And he scored his first UEFA Champions League goal. What a class this Mason Greenwood has. And uh, Sociedad was saying it during the week. Greenwood is one of the first guys in training. He trains well. He's a great kid. He's a great guy. And he wants to learn. 
And these are the fruits of a hard worker and very talented young player, Mason Greenwood. Congratulations on your goal. We hope to have you on the podcast soon. Also for Man United, one of the great news, and I was telling you at the start of this show, is Marcus Rashford. He scored a hat trick. He was subbed in, only 27 minutes left, and he managed to score three goals. Not only that, he had the opportunity to score another penalty kick, but he gave the ball to Anthony Marshall because he thought, you know, Marshall needed that to score that goal. We've seen it done in the past uh, by uh, Sergio Ramos giving the ball to Karim Benzema. You know, sometimes your your forwards needs a little boost. They're not scoring, maybe not because they're not playing well, but sometimes uh, you go, you know, you go on this uh, on these runs where you don't score. So in this occasion, it was Marcus Rashford giving the ball to Anthony Marshall. Also, uh, in the past, Marcus Rashford mentioned how great Romelu Lukaku was when he gave the opportunity to kick a penalty to him. What happened on that game? Romelu Lukaku had scored two goals. There were just one goal from time in the game against Paris Saint-Germain. And Romelu Lukaku, he thought like, hey, listen, have the ball. Marcus Rashford on his tweet talks about how he was so amazed because, you know, he believed Romelu Lukaku's goals were more important, those two goals. And then not only that, but he would have made the headlines the next day uh, by scoring a hat trick and scoring a penalty. But nevertheless, Lukaku decided to give the ball to Rashford, who also scored. And that's just amazing sportsmanship and uh, a great team player at every point. Uh, and what I said about Rashford he is strong on the movement of helping people in England. He didn't manage to get the government's help, but he did manage to get many businesses and particular persons helping out. So uh, a great clap for Marcus Rashford. Another guy would be amazing to have uh, you know, on this podcast. We'll try to do the connections, maybe have him here around. So we go to one of the big games, one of the favorite games because of what it represented before Cristiano Ronaldo was uh, diagnosed as positive for COVID-19. COVID-19 still, uh, you know, playing hard against the world. And uh, we just got to keep reminding everybody to be careful and, uh, you know, take all your precautions to avoid spreading the disease. So what happened here? Cristiano Ronaldo was definitely upset. He was ruled out because he was positive for covid Uh also, Cristiano was upset, you know, at the PCR because he said he felt great and he just believes uh, that the test was wrong. A lot of people are making a big deal about it because they, they're saying uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is going against science and against, uh, you know, medicine. I, I don't think this is the case. I think this is a case of a guy that was really upset, wanted to play, and he felt fine. And he believes the PCR, which in many occasions we've seen was not working properly, but he needs to follow the guidelines and he needed to stay out to protect every other player. So... Juventus played Barcelona and lost 2-0. Not only that, Juventus had one player sent off. It was Demiral. Uh, he was playing center back. Uh, the, the goals. One one goal by Leo Messi. You know, Messi's great as, as well. He's such an intelligent player and has such a great touch on the ball. That that guy is, is just Messi. That's why some call him the GOAT. 
I think we'll never know with with Messi and Cristiano, and that, this was the bad part of that they they were they were not able to play against each other in these edition of the Champions League due to Cristiano's you know um, COVID situation. We hope to see him on the second leg and see that clash of titans, the best players in the world, definitely. So Messi scores a penalty and also Usman Dembele uh, scored a goal. It did hit. Uh, it did hit on uh, Kiesa's uh, foot before going in. So it was kind of a deflection. Nevertheless, it was a really nice uh, try from Dembele, and Dembele played a great game actually. So two 0 uh, Barcelona takes the game. Uh, at first, they seemed like they were having trouble with Juventus. Uh, the the video assistant referee was on point today, and they disallowed three goals from Alvaro Morata. So those three goals, maybe without the video assistant referee, would have made it a 3-2 in favor of Juventus. We will never know. Today, the tool and the referees worked perfectly. So that's really, really great. Because sometimes we see the referees missing out on the decisions despite of having this tool to their service. So that was a score. Uh, Chelsea also won today, so that's great for Chelsea. Timo Werner's goal, Sijet's goal, uh, you know, all of the youngsters were really involved. Also, um, Pulisic and Havertz. It was, it was great. What a team does Chelsea have, guys. It was amazing. Paris Saint-Germain wins 2-0. Neymar is, goes out injured. And um, Sevilla wins 1-0 to Rennes. So this is what we had on the Champions League. What a tournament again. Uh, I'm going to keep you updated on all of this. And please, please uh, be aware of our Instagram and our Twitter for all the latest news. You can find us as Food Junkie on both uh, platforms, at Food Junkie. So let's keep going on. Uh, the business of sports, guys, the business of sports, it's amazing. Uh, there's so much money uh, going around, you know, flowing around, and there's so many deals going on. Uh, but right now, I'm going to give you one of the ones that I feel most interesting, um, not only because of the deal itself, but because of what it represents or the actions behind it. So we're going to start with Liverpool. Liverpool has AXA as one of their sponsors. They were already on their team, but now uh, AXA will be the new training facility sponsor. They are expanding their partnership to include this uh, new training facility, which is located on Kirkby. Uh, amazing news for, for Liverpool. I mean, uh, I believe this is part of the Jurgen Klopp effect. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm only saying this because, you know, after Jurgen Klopp, after all the success, not just because he got there, but his success and the teams, of course, um, you see, you know, big companies like Nike knocking doors and trying to get the business of Liverpool FC and such as like AXA was their new training facility sponsor, despite they're already being partner, partnered with um, with Liverpool, they're adding more to their partnership, which just means that uh, they're going places. They're 100% going places. And uh, going to the National Women Soccer League. I don't know if uh, you guys are aware of this, but Natalie Portman is one of the 
Um, sorry. Sorry, guys, right there. Uh, she supported the National uh, Women's Soccer League expansion, uh, specifically with a team called Angel City. So what's great about this? Um, what I really like about this is that uh, Natalie Portman said she wanted to create a team when she began to realize that women's sport was undervalued and underamplified, with female athletes not getting the visibility or sponsorship that they deserved. I mean, I, I guess we've seen it, uh, and there's been a lot of complaining about this. We all remember, you know, the whole deal where Megan Rapinoe and several other of the U.S. national, the women's uh national soccer team were uh, trying to get equal pay because uh, they 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 alleged they won they won more games they were better and they were bringing a lot of business and at least they it should be considered that they had an equal pay uh but well going on uh she said uh that certainly uh, not compared to their popularity particularly in the u.s where we have the best players in the world in the most popular sport in the world. Natalie Portman, you're 100% right. 100%. It is the most popular sport in the world. And I do believe U.S. has the best soccer players, football players in the, wor uh, in the world right now. They have proven it with their world championships. They keep proving it. You got, uh, you know, now you got Alex Morgan over at Tottenham and Hotspurs. You got Kristen Press at Man United and, uh, you know, some of the best talent playing all over the world. So that, that definitely says a lot. And uh, another news also in sport, maybe not in, in football right now, but in American football, which is BioSteel has signed. Uh, sorry, uh, this is not a, a American football. I said American football because I was thinking on, you know, um, Patrick Mahomes, which he's also uh, with BioSteel. So what did BioSteel do? BioSteel are the title sponsor of the Mavericks practice facility, uh, the Mavericks on basketball. So BioSteel has signed a naming rights sponsor of the Mavericks uh, for a 70 million practice facility now called the BioSteel Practice Center. And it is just across uh, the interstate from the Mavericks American Airlines Center. Uh, so what does this deal include? It includes the Mavericks Sport Drink Rides, which was previously held by Gatorade, you know, one of the big companies, along with a permanent signage at both facilities, digital and LED signs at the American Airlines Center, and branding on the Mavericks practice jerseys, uh, chair bags, coolers, cups, and the bench area towels. So, yeah, I mean, there's so much business going on. Uh, if, you, if you're thinking of any in particular, any deal going through, whether it's, uh, you know, a business deal, a sponsor deal like this one, or whether it's a sponsorship agreement between a player and a brand, or, you know, any other related business talk, uh, such as Patrick Mahomes' $400 million contract with the Chiefs, uh, we'll be gladly discussing it. And on other news, uh, critical for FC Barcelona. Some say it's great. Some some may be upset about it. But I believe mainly the only people upset about it is are Bartomeu and uh, all of his board, 
Why? Because they had to resign. It's something that Barcelona fans and many other people were requesting, almost yelling into the whole world that they needed him to resign. They believe it's been a terrible, terrible uh, director. And they finally got it. So Bartomeu resigns. There's an interim board right now. And we're going to see who's going to take the reins. And as for Barcelona, maybe this is going to help keep Lionel Messi still with Barcelona. Although I think he's still going to go out when uh, the season ends or end the first opportunity he has. Uh, also, more on COVID-19. Gianni Infantino, FIFA's president, tested positive for covid uh, he's taking all necessary measures, including, uh, you know, and also the persons that were around him uh, prior to his test. They're also taking all the necessary measures. We hope Johnny Infantino and everybody in the world that's uh, right now suffering from COVID, uh, um, you know, a healthy and fast recovery. And on another news, also a little bit regarding COVID, Germany and Italy are no longer allowing fans at their stadiums. Uh, I think this is, you know, definitely the way to go through. I don't think uh, anywhere, anywhere or any sport is ready to open up again, especially in these places where mass gathering occur. So um, this is what I had today on Food Junkie. Welcome to the game. Thank you so much for joining us today. And don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts. Instagram and Twitter at Food Junkie for the latest news and most relevant information in the world of football. We'll see you in the next one. And always remember, football is life.